Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. We have Trevor Walls in the house, y'all. What's up, Trevor? Nothing much. How about you? Not much. Welcome to the show. And, Thanks for uh, having me. Lauren Mayer will be joining us in about a half an hour, I believe, give or take. Uh, in the meantime, a welcome to episode 681 of the Funny Music Podcast for Thursday, July 6, 2023. The title of this week's episode is Powerful Nerve, which I will put in the chat. Your job is to try to work that into our conversations somehow. So, let's uh, do the catch-up thing. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? Oh, he's right. So, Luke, what you been up to? Well, um... Uh, last week on Thursday after the show, uh... I went out for karaoke night at the Scum and Villainy Cantina. Um, uh, it was either that or go see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which I still haven't seen yet. And uh, as they said in um, uh, The Last Crusade, uh, I chose poorly. I should have gone to see, in, see Indiana Jones because, uh, I, you know, I forgot, you know, that I'm one of the uggos of the world who doesn't get to sing because I'm not, you know a thorough hottie person because those people get to sing and people like me get to wait three hours and then not get to sing, you know? So I, I had some, uh, uh, powerful nerve to think that I was worthy of being able to get, to <laughs> you know, with my name being Luke and all. So anyway, there was that. Um, what else happened? Um, I worked my dumb job, and uh, I, uh, uh, oh, um, Santana and I threw a little shindig party here because for some weird reason, my job didn't schedule me to work on the 4th of July, which was very surprising, so I don't know what's up with that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, we had a bunch of people over, Kyle and Lindsay and uh, uh, Tony and a bunch of other people were over, and we played Jackbox games, and we actually did a... A round of uh, the game that we called Boob Tree, which involves drawing and writing things down and drawing. Um, so that was kind of nifty. Um, and uh, yeah, that's basically been uh, my week. How has your week been? Busy, crazy busy. Um, we went to my parents, uh, my parents' house in Connecticut for Fourth uh, of July weekend, and actually had to come back before the fourth because two of my kids had to work on the fourth. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, but uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this on this show or not, but I've been looking for a, a new car for some time, and finally, won't get into all the, the details as to why, but finally found one over the weekend. It's in Florida, so. Saturday, I'm flying down to Tampa to pick up the car and driving back Saturday and Sunday. So I will have a new car this weekend. And then Darren and the kids are going to drive the car I'm driving now. And our insurance is going to go through the roof. It's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. um, 
in other news, um, remember the short film I made a little while ago that I'm not done with yet? Yes. Well, my the, there's a bunch of people in my acting class who we've all become really close friends. And about a month ago, we had a movie night where we watched The Cabin in the Woods. And then we watched a couple of, uh, uh, of our teacher's films that he made. And... I mentioned to the group, I'm like, hey, let me know next time we're doing a movie night. I'll get the short film done and we can premiere it. And they ran with this. And <laughs> we are now doing a red carpet premiere at my house. Like That's awesome. We're gonna, I'm going to either buy some red fabric or rent a red carpet to cover my front step. I'm going to put up my green screen out, out front so we can Photoshop a backdrop in later because I can't afford to have a, like a nice backdrop printed. And everyone's getting dressed up <laughs> to come here. And then we're going to watch the film and then probably change out of our, our dress clothes. And then we're going to either watch something else or play Mario Kart the rest of the night. I don't know. We're going to play it by ear. But it's going to be monumentally stupid, and I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> so I've been working on... I've just you know started working on the film again. Um, the editing is done. The color correction is done. And last night I did my first ever bit of ADR, um, wow. which it wasn't as terrible as I was fearing it was going to be. I mean, it is only a nine minute short and there isn't a whole lot of dialogue. So it wasn't like I was doing everything, but it, it was still, it was kind of a pain, but it wasn't terrible. And I think it's, I think, I think it's going to work. I don't think you can tell that it, all the dialogue was ADR'd. So now I need to do there's two there's three voiceover roles that I'm getting the the other people in my acting class to do. One of them I have already. And then I need the other two. And then I need sound effects and music. And then it'll be done. And then we're awesome. gonna premiere it next week and then I'll start shipping it to festivals and or shopping it to festivals and seeing if anybody wants to pick it up. So wish me luck. <laughs> So, Trevor, welcome to the show. Thank you. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Um, today I was doing this is this is geeky, but I think this crowd will appreciate it. I was so late on finding out that John Paragon, Groundlings legend, love him. He, uh, John B. the genie in Pee Wee's Playhouse. For those who don't know, I just found out he was in Weird Al's movie UHF. Had no idea that was the same guy. And uh, that's a that's a little that's my little tidbit of knowledge that I just discovered about an hour ago. Still thinking about it, so now you know what I'm like. Who did he play? I don't. I don't. I'm not. He making played. The connection. He played uh, R.J. Son. Yeah. 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 Oh. Oh. Okay, Happy okay. birthday, Dad. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and he he passed away like in the past year or so, and he his uh like whatever his like ashes his memorial is in Hollywood Forever Cemetery the same general vicinity of where Judy Tenuta is so hmm. yeah there, there's an awesome like display thing like him and it's like it's like it looks like Johnny the Genie's like box and stuff and it's like partially open it's really cool oh cool yeah yeah <laughs> i saw um I didn't see Indiana Jones. I saw four movies in a row. I went to the movie theater. I, that's what I like to do. Like, I get too busy, and then I I have A-list, the a, not sponsored, the AMC thing. So yeah, I want to get too. my money's worth. <laughs> yeah. So I went to see, I actually hacked the system, saw four movies. I was going to uh, say, how did you do Fu that? <laughs> I know. 
I'm I'm a mystery. I saw Kung Fu Panda. They were rescreening the first one. I saw uh, Past Lives, which is an A24 drama. And then I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I was really late on that one. And then I saw... Oh, no, I'm forgetting. What was the fourth one? What was the other one? I don't know. We said too many. Too many movies, <laughs> basically. Yeah, there's, there's currently six movies in the theater I want to see. And uh, plus... I would like to see Guardians of the Galaxy again, Volume 3 again before it leaves. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, uh, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. That's the other one. That was yeah. great. I loved yeah. it. Uh, Joy <laughs> Joyride, The Blackening, No Hard Feelings, and Asteroid City. So I actually was semi-planning on making today a I'm going to go see a bunch of movies day, but then other mm. stuff came up so uh well, let so, this be your push let this be your push yeah. i also want to say no hard feelings has a great it doesn't really count as comedy music but it has a great musical moment in a comedy that's all i'll say i won't spoil it but cool, worth it cool. for that alone because i've just been thinking in general the past few months how like there's so few films that are just regular old comedies that show up in movie theaters anymore yep. And, yeah. and i want to make a specific effort to like oh when a comedy comes out i want to go see it and support it so and uh, like like Joyride, I had seen posters for it, but never saw any trailers. And and I was like, all right, well, let me you know see what the trailer is. And I saw that it was written by one of the people who made uh, Crazy Rich Asians. And then it's also like executive produced by Seth Rogen. And just the the Red Band trailer was like hilarious. I'm like, okay, I absolutely want to see this. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I don't think I've even yeah. heard of that. Yeah, it, yeah. Look up the 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 trailer for it, and then the blackening. Have you seen the blackening? Not yet, but I really want to. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like for a horror fan and a comedy fan, that yes. seems perfect. That's yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's high on my list. I think that movie is higher than Indiana Jones on my list. So yeah, I will be going to the theater at some point between like the Florida trip and the editing of my short and stuff. I will be yeah. sneaking oh. away, but I did watch because Santana, as an influencer, has access to websites that let you see movies that you know aren't readily available for streaming yet there's a movie that came out a couple months ago that i missed in the theaters called the machine uh, oh yeah yeah those, yeah 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 so yeah uh, comedian burt kreischer has a famous stand-up bit about uh in his 20s he went on a college trip to russia and gets involved with the russian mafia and it's a hilarious stand-up story so go find that uh stand-up special and watch that but then this movie is like kind of it's a proper movie, but it's kind of a, a sequel to that story, <laughs> you know, set in modern times with current Burt Kreischer and his father is played by Mark Hamill. And I thought it was really funny. So. So, yeah, I, I recommend the machine. So anyway, yep, that was on my list as well. So, yeah. So, Trevor, you posted a song. I did. Give us a quick intro. We'll give it a listen. <sighs> you know. I feel like there's not much that can be said. It is a uh, it's a song about frogs, and definitely doesn't have any deeper meaning than that. I'm just kidding. It definitely has deeper meaning, but on the surface, it is a simple song about frogs. That's what I'll say. All right, here is Frogs by Trevor Walls. Oh, I can't believe we're here. I've heard excellent reviews for this. Uh, Jerry, you gotta calm down. You're gonna make me feel oh, so much drink. It's starting. It's starting. Okay. Shh, shh, shh. All right. It's starting. We're frogs from the countryside and we sing the whole night long. We're frogs and our choir resides with twelve amphibians strong. Pon 
gollywogs across the land come listen to our song. The next time that you hear us, feel free to along. Look, honey, they've even got little frog-sized tap shoes on. Oh, wow. Is it, is it over? A lot. Uh, uh, bravo, bravo, oh. wonderful stuff. Oh yeah. We're frogs. Oh, it's not over. We're singing frogs and we're really quite unique. Oh yes, we're frogs. We're frogs. And we've just been booked for a wedding by the creek. Whether it's classical tunes or hip hop that you seek. Come and see us froggies live. We'll be singing rain or shine. Come, Come on, on down. down. Bring your own flies. Any day of the week. Except for winter peak. Repeat. Wow. <laughs> I feel like I'm part of the family. The froggy family. <laughs> All right. So... Since this is your first time on the show, give us a quick intro, who you are, where you're from, what you do, all that. Yeah, I'm Trevor Walls. Uh, I'm from Vancouver, Canada, currently in Los Angeles. And um, I'm a, at this moment, I'm a full-time musician, actor, comedian. It's what I do. And um, yeah, <laughs> Sorry. I'm terrible to talk about myself. <laughs> That's all right. So tell us about frogs. <laughs> <laughs> frogs yeah i do i love frogs i should say it's mostly a wholehearted song um but a lot of my background i've been an actor comedian for over a decade now I'm, I'm a younger person but i've done it since i was a kid and because i started as a kid i've done a lot of stuff for kids i love making music for kids that's sort of my when i'm not doing novelty and comedy stuff i'm in a kids band and because it's part of how i make my living now i've I've started to, you start to notice that kids' music as a whole, especially these days with the digital world, can be very exploitive and sort of awful sometimes. You can kind of tell, you know, we're far from the Mr. Rogers era. Um, but there's a heap of artists making amusing, amazing stuff. However, sometimes I like to poke fun at kids' songs that are maybe not as sincere. Um, and now that I do it full time, like I said, I. I think there's always sort of this dark, and not something I indulge in, but there's always a dark temptation when you're someone making stuff for kids where it's like, this is stupid, but, you know, it'll it'll probably do really well with the kids' crowd, which is absolutely not <laughs> how you should be viewing making stuff for kids. So when it comes to my comedy stuff, I often, I, I think there's some angst that comes out about that style, and I end up satirizing it, and ironically, making something that sounds like it is that, but hopefully with some darker humor in it that <laughs> isn't exploiting kids for something silly. Um, so instead I make silly stuff for adults, I guess is the, is the end of the story. Okay. So, so you make silly stuff for kids and silly stuff for adults. It all works. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I like to blur the lines. I don't want people to know if I'm making something for kids or for adults. Maybe that's maybe that I'm, I'm a big fan of Logan Whitehurst and, mm -hmm. you know, Pee Wee Herman aforementioned weird Al, of course. And I, 
I love the stuff that that blurs the line of ages when it comes to enjoying stuff. And um, yeah, I do think that there's some no- the lines that make it especially noticeable that there's a little bit of a twisted darkness in there is like, for instance, when I repeat croak, 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 like that is a lyric is kind of giving away some angst. I feel like I don't, I, maybe some people are out there sincerely writing that line, but I, I know that there's some, there's some angst in there for me. So was this supposed to be like a, um, like a musical theater piece with an audience? <laughs> it turned into that. Um, I just found it funny to have some voices reacting to it too. Okay. Maybe, maybe that's me reacting to myself. I won't get too deep with that, but um, I think it's it's sort of ironic too. Is is this song has been a big hit on Sirius XM's Kids Place Live, which I didn't intend for it to be, but kids ironically are enjoying the song because maybe they can sense the angst. But uh, <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, so yeah. I think that maybe that was me foreshadowing the enjoyment of the listeners. Well, I think a lot of times when people make music for kids and don't like pander to kids, the kids appreciate it more. Like the, when, when my kids were young, um, we got a lot of, a lot of mileage out of the, they might be giants kids albums. Oh yeah. Because they're really good and they're not, you know, the wheels on the bus go around and right. You know, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, that's that's exactly right. And there, I want to emphasize, there are hundreds of amazing artists out there making stuff like that. So it's not me poking at the genre as much as certain aspects of the genre, more on the business side, I guess. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so is this like a, a typical sounding song for you as far as what you do? Yeah, um, I made an EP last year that was sort of my novelty debut um it was on dr demento a few times called merry halloween and in that one i was sort of satirizing the holiday music genre just how silly it can be i I love old 60s halloween records so um not as musical theatery as as i as this one is but um i do i love a pastiche I'm, i'm not a direct parody writer but something i love about the weird al b sides too is that he'll take the the style of certain things so i've got a sort of b52 style song and yeah um yeah some more ballady stuff but no this was this was sort of of a a departure it sounds as diy as this i always emphasize because my my kids music stuff is we have this amazing grammy winning producer i'm very proud of it so i love for my novelty stuff to sound like i made it on a laptop in my los angeles apartment which i think this does (laughs) well it sounds very cool it's very catchy and i I can understand why the kids like it it's it's a it's a neat song I've yet to the adults. That's what I'm going after. I'm like, that's nice that the kids like it, but can I get some adult fans? So well, the, if any the adults, adults are the ones who mind. have money. I understand why <laughs> you're doing this. You see, <laughs> you're reading me like a yeah, like a newspaper. The kids are just going to want to like share their lollipops with you or something. And, <laughs> yeah, what does that do? Come on, <laughs> come on. And uh, Lauren Mayer has joined us. Hi, Lauren. Hi. It's fun to meet another comedy musician who alternates between kids and not kids, because I do too. Oh, I forgot you did that. Yeah. Yeah, I do kids music too, and and try to also, I got into it because with my kids, I couldn't stand the stuff that was available. (laughs) Like frogs. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, I had to write, you know, especially if I do educational music more, and the stuff that was available, I'm going, ew, and... (laughs) My kids had friends with attitudes, so if I was going to volunteer in their classroom, I was going to have to bring in cool music or else get destroyed. So 
Um, so I, I've, I've never met you before, Trevor, but I'll have to check your stuff out and I'll, I'll maybe send you a link to mine. Yeah, nice to meet you. To connect, yeah, but I love also alternating. So I do political stuff. So I'm either being, you know, snarky and mean with the political stuff or I'm being nice and friendly with the kids stuff. So it's nice to alternate because too much time in the kids space, you you can't swear, you can't, you know, you want to be, even if you're doing hip music, you got to be a good role model and can't say what you really think. And so then you can go do something else snarky. So now I want to hear you do a political kids song, just like add the <laughs> snark to the kids and yeah, the problem is, you know, a big market, and I don't know if this will help you, Trevor, but a big market for kids' music is homeschoolers because, you know, they buy a lot of stuff. Mm. So I don't want to piss them off because a lot of homeschoolers <laughs> would not like my political stuff. So It's the Flat Earth Polka. Didn't play that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Humans oh, were the dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. So. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. Well, I'll have to send you guys some. But yeah, um, but well, is this your first time on the Fump, Trevor? It is. Welcome. It's thank you. To have more new people. So thank you very much. Lauren's one of our regulars. You have to meet these folks in person. They're very fun and very. It's the it's a great community. Yeah, I'm hoping to get to. Hopefully, I'll be at the point in my career where I can fly out to the next convention. That's what I'm. That's that's my goal. That's my high point. I've just begun in the fump world, so okay. Can, can you, you get to welcome. that point by October? Because that's when we're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. We'll save up. Ah, uh, cool. Um, so is uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything you want to plug? Um, I am, if anyone's in the Los Angeles area, I'm also part of a, maybe they'll be on the Fump later, I'm part of a comedy duo here in LA that does music that's a little bit less like Frogs, it's a little more risque, uh, it's called Mr. Zimmer, and we are doing a tour in August, yet to be announced, but it's all, we're calling it the California World Tour, playing a lot of comedy shows, so um, if anyone wants to check that out, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, all those places, Trevor Walls. And I'll be posting about it soon. Are you coming up to Northern California at all? Because that's where I am. Oh, perhaps. I'll let you know. We have to connect. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm way too old and unhip for most of the comedy scene, but I do see a <laughs> podcast with a guy named Brian Copeland who knows everybody, and I could probably hook you up with some people who book comedy shows up here. And actually, oh, that would be wonderful. Now, regular at the comedy store in LA. So. Oh, brilliant. That's awesome because we we're very we're prematurely announcing the tour. We actually haven't booked many shows. We've got like okay. 3, but if we're we're manifesting it. If we just announce a tour, eventually people will book us. I three imagine. is a tour, two is a tour. All you all, all, a tour <laughs> is two shows before you go back home. That's a tour. <laughs> I'm doing a tour with so far just one thing booked in November in Philadelphia and we don't even have a date yet. <laughs> oh, so. good. Yeah, our plan is to announce the tour once we begin it, and technically, if we play shows for the rest of our lives, that'll be the same tour. Yeah. That's that's how you make the tour. John, it'll be an Elton John 10-year-long <laughs> farewell tour. You're yeah, we're going to start with our farewell tour. <laughs> now I can't wait to hear this song. <laughs> we, already, we already played it. You're going to have to go back and listen oh, on the so site. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, man, sorry. <laughs> it's on the site. You can play it for free. It works, yeah, well, works wonderfully. Lauren, oh, how how long does it take you to drive to L.A.? 
Uh, it depends on what time of day. I mean, if we didn't stop and I didn't have a middle-aged bladder, <laughs> you know, I could probably do it in six-ish hours. But, you know, realistically, got to allow eight or nine. Cool. Yeah, uh, I live in Burbank, uh, in the same building as TV's Kyle and Linzilla, so we have three fump acts in one building. Oh my God, we need a fump reunion in L.A. I'll come down at some point, so yeah, I want to... Well, I, well I just discovered a really great potential performance venue um, because uh, um, my, my roommate Santana started taking improv classes at a place called the L.A. Connection in Burbank. Ooh, and- so good. Yeah, and uh, Diva, I don't know if you remember this from back in the 80s, or Lauren might remember it too. There was a syndicated TV show called Mad Movies with the L.A. Connection. Yes. Yeah, I think I do, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like bad lip reading, you know, slash MST3K, because they would just take old-time movies and just completely eliminate the audio. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They they showed clips from that on Turkey Television. That's where I learned about it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the, the LA connection is the, you know, the group that started that and the guy running it is this guy, Kent Scove, and he's still there, like running this theater. And uh, I went over there cause I dropped off Santana and I, I wanted, when she told me she was going to it, I went and looked at pictures of their performance space. And it's this really great performance space that like with the built-in seats hold 60 people, but they can add chairs and bring it up to 80 people. And it's like a good, like actual you know, seating, going to an actual stage with lights, and, you know, they have a sound system. They actually already have a projector and a screen that drops down. So I'm like, hmm. Okay, so Luke, you're going to produce a show. Let me know. I'll be down. Well, uh, keep an eye on your Facebook for things. So I, will. <laughs> I should plug that uh, my partner, she was, just ended, was a cast member at LA Connection. So oh, maybe cool, cool. maybe we've, we've all got to work together to get this yeah. thing going. Let's do but, it. Oh, the other thing I was going to mention is at the uh, the LA Connection website, they actually have a page up and they have a YouTube page for Mad Movies. So some of the Mad Movies episodes are like in, you know, in good quality up on YouTube. And oh, I just wow. discovered that the other day. And I'm like, oh, wow, holy crap. I have to watch a bunch of these when I have the time. Oh, I got to check that out. Is the Friday the 13th one up there? Because that was hysterical. Uh, I, I didn't notice if that <laughs> one was up there. there. One of the ones that... Um, I remember was they did a, a version of the Night of the Living Dead, <laughs> the original, and like they would always like cut to like one of the zombies walking around like way off in the distance, and he would just hear a guy go telegram. <laughs> <laughs> the or, fri- another one, another one was like a, a movie that took place in like medieval times, and there was some medieval band there, and like when some guy goes like, "Ladies and gentlemen, the Doobie Brothers," and they cut over to the band, and they are all just going Doobie 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 Doobie. Such dumb jokes. I just I loved it so much. The, the one I remember from Friday the 13th is they were in a mental institution and they were there was some woman, you know, guiding this big hulking man through the corridor and he looks just scared and confused. And she's like, okay, Jason, come this way. We have your room down the corner. And he's like, oh, where's my hockey mask? You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. I remember just yeah. laughing my ass off at it. All right. So, uh, Trevor, we're going to move on to news and interviewing Lauren. Are you going to stick around or are you going to take off? I'm going to take off. Thank you so much for okay. having me. So nice to meet you, Lauren, Luke. Yeah, we'll and uh, Do you have a yeah, website? I'll be I back soon. On the email thread, so I'll reach out. Do you have a website, Trevor? I do. TrevorWalls.com. All right. That's the place. Nice and easy. All right. All right. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. us and uh, we we'll look you. forward to more from Trevor. you. Yeah. 
This is the foam. Ah, the roughing is toughing, it's gruffing is to win the dang long igaloo. X up, I've had enough of this. Bladder flatten, rising pack, hat and all that. Hit my red mustache and beard on this gruffing is. I reckon y'all better keep back. My hostess cakes, them Twinkies, Ding Dong Zebras These ho-hos only like me for one reason And that's because I got sex That's The Funny Music Project at thefump.com T-H-E-F-U-M-P dot com Feel like I'm gonna puke Cause the timeline is screwed Do I fix all this now Or wait till season two Been the hell of a ride But the purpose is glorious Multiverse Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. Self, I did. I forgot to unmute myself. Um, there. All right. In the news, uh, there is a new Ninja Sex Party graphic novel up for pre-order now. This is their second one. It's called Becoming Ninja Sex Party. The story continues. You can now pre-order our second graphic novel, Becoming Ninja Sex Party. There are awesome bundles available with a 7-inch colored vinyl, a postal, a poster, mug, stickers, and more. You can pre-order now at fantunes.com. And one of the bundles comes with the 7-inch vinyl of the Logan Award-winning song, Danny Don't You Know. And Ben Vicini uh, has a new Kickstarter out for an, a new album called Ben SFW, How to Be Lewd Without Being Rude. This is uh, for his third album. He was looking to raise $1,500. He is currently already funded at 1751 He only has two or three days left, so if you'd like to get in on this, do so quickly. Ben NSW, Ben NSF, yeah. Ben SFW is a new album with 15 song sketches that all have something to do with sex. So check that out. And uh, no Fumpfest news to report, but just a reminder, Fumpfest is happening this October at Con on the Cob in, uh, in Ohio. Go to fumpfest.com for details. And the Fumpfest 2021 compilation is now available for sale in the store at thefump.com and at fumpfest.com. Luke, you got anything before tour dates? Uh, no. All right. Tour dates. On Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. On Mondays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com. On the 7th online, Carla Ulbrich. The 7th through the 9th in Indianapolis, Indiana, Mikey Mason. On the 8th in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, Carla Ulbrich. On the 14th in Boston, Massachusetts, uh, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. And the 7th through the 9th in Baltimore, Maryland, Bonnie Gordon at um, Shoreleave, the convention. Yay! All right, Lauren! Hi! Give us a quick uh, intro to your song, and we'll give it a listen. Okay, but before you do that, just real quick, adding to your tour date news, because I keep forgetting to get it in. Um, I have a live stream on the 9th, and I also want to just chime in that Ben, who did the Ben SFW album, that's my son. Oh, I didn't even make the connection. Well, because we have different <laughs> last names. and That's why. He lives in his world. I live in mine. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, he, his songs are hilarious, and I don't get half the jokes. And some of it is really inappropriate for a mother to be listening to her son singing about. 
but it's hilarious. So. All right, cool. Um, intro to my song. Um, sometimes I just get really ticked off at the news and this whole anti-woke going after transgender accusing drag queens of being pedophiles, uh, telling women that we should stay home and have babies. Just the whole, it's just, it gets me really, really mad. And the madder I get, the more cheerful the music ends up. So this song is really cheerful, so it's an indication of just how ticked off I am. Um, so, and I, you know, I try with the thump to stay away from really overtly partisans not so much i mean political stuff is still funny but i try not to get too partisan because i want my music and the thump to be welcoming to everybody no matter how idiotic their political views are but at a certain point you just gotta weigh in so how's that for an intro all right here is why are you freaking out about things that are none of your damn business by lauren mayer the latest right-wing culture wars are getting out of hand as these attacks expand, there's one thing I don't understand. Why are you freaking out about things that are none of your damn business? Like what people wear or their medical care? Well, let me correct you, that doesn't affect you. And what's it to you what other folks do on their own behind closed doors? Let them live their own lives and just pay attention to yours. Now when you get the urge to weigh in because of what you heard someone praying, I'm just saying stay away and leave everybody else alone. Schmucks, why are you passing laws about things that are none of your damn business? Like what books we can read or which school kids to feed As this crap is growing, your bigotry's showing As we've seen before, each new culture war is insane and idiotic Because progress moves forward and fighting it is quixotic Oh, that's a literary reference you probably don't understand Because you never read the book or you had it banned Boycotting products willy-nilly makes you look extremely silly and banning teaching history early what the hell is wrong with you schmucks people's sex lives and health care and pronouns and gender are none of your freaking business and though it might hurt you no one wants to convert you with views so extreme who'd want you on their team and straight white christians are not the real victims so cut this crap out now your interference we deplore your opinion no one's asking for so don't give it anymore because it's all none of your damn business Hi. all right i was ready for you that time with the video i i took your video okay. and i replaced the audio in the video with the audio from the song so i cut out your talking at the end so there <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Oh, you know, because I, I started doing that. Actually, Ben, my son, was the one, because you know, he'll watch my videos sometimes, especially the ones that he'll do the drum programming for mm -hmm. me on a lot of it. Um, and I started doing a little thing at the end to plug my Patreon. And he never saw it because he would stop the video at the end of the, because I would put it on at the end. So he said, you got to catch people sooner. So now 
on my video, there's always the talking that happens before the music dies out to try to grab people before they turn it off. But then if anybody ever wants to pull it, they, so anyway, that's, that's the, you know, crass capitalism, but I gotta make a living. <laughs> so, um, what inspired this song as if I couldn't guess? Uh, basically that I, you know, I mean, I generally do news-related songs um, every week. I mean, I do a so for people who are new to this or new to my stuff. I put out a song every Friday um, based on the news. It doesn't have to be political, but given the political climate these days and how much has been going on, it's kind of hard to not be following this and to write it about, I don't know, what else there is going on. Um, uh, and, you know, I mean, I've done things about other topics like, you know, climate change and various other things, but there's, it's just so, politics is so hateful and so divisive right now. So I, and and I'm I'm doing something positive tomorrow, um, depending on when people, if they see this later, Friday the, who's tomorrow the 7th? Yeah. Um, I'm doing a song celebrating Bidenomics and about how we're no longer headed for a recession, but of economic cheerfulness. Then we'll do things like that. But I just was sort of baiting at this. I think it was, oh, I know what it was, because all of June I was trying to do stuff related to Pride Month. So trying to do stuff with LGBTQ plus advocacy. And so, yeah, I was reading a lot of those stories and I just got mad. So, yeah. So what don't they say comedy is is either tragedy or anger plus time? So it, it can also be therapy. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'll tell you, it is really. I mean, that's the whole reason I started doing these songs. Was and I love telling this story? I, I've been doing these one a week since August two thousand twelve. It's almost thirteen years now. It's a sickness. But I started it because I thought during the Romney Obama election of two thousand twelve. I thought political discourse had hit an all-time low, <laughs> and I got really mad, and so I was yelling at the television, and my husband and son said, could you do something more productive with your anger? So I wrote a political song called It's a Scary Time to Be a Jewish Mother, and it got some likes, and I thought, oh, and I, this one website picked it up and put it on and said, do you have any more? And I said, oh, yeah, sure, I'll do one a week, and they said, okay. And so I was kind of committed to doing it, and I haven't stopped since. <laughs> but yes, when I get really mad, it is very therapeutic. You remember those days of that election? That seems like so oh, we long were so ago. Horrified. And remember, he did this line about I have binders full of women. Binders full of women. I think we have I a song about that on the fump. It's mine. <laughs> oh, is it yours? Oh, won't you put me in your binder full of women? Yeah, yeah I, well, I, I did no. one. I don't. I think it's on the phone. No, there's. Yeah. I did a search for binder, and nothing came up. So maybe not. Oh, I, I've heard a couple of songs about binders full of women. I, I, I bet you Steve Goody has one. Well, anyway, it's funny. I do, whenever I do the, the the Steve and Brad show, Steve and I do a song off. So I'll do one, and then he does one to try to relate to mine, and then I do one to try to relate to his. And sometimes we're stretching it a little bit, but I'll have to see if we can do our dueling binders songs. That would be fun. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, good stuff. So um, the other thing is congratulations on having one of the longest song titles on the FOMP. This one? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, it's not the longest song title on the Fump. Uh, that one, that from my unscientific exploration of the song titles here, that one goes to the Sunday after the Saturday immediately following the actual calendar date of St. Patrick's Day drunken sing-along version by Mikey Mason. But yours is pretty close. <laughs> well, mine basically is the whole song is in the title. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I was going to make it none of your damn business, but I thought I got to put the whole thing in. So the song going out tomorrow is one word, Bidenomics. That's it. So. So they average out. I, I see. They average out. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I'm probably, well, maybe. I haven't done a compilation album in a while. Um, and sometimes I have to shorten titles just to, in the old days, I used to have to shorten titles to fit them on the CD. I don't even know if I'm going to do a CD this time. I may not. Well, you one, can uh, you can make like ten because I know a guy who does short run CDs. Yes, and so. who's done a few for me? <laughs> yes, but I mean, I did one for my Jewish. I did a, actually a full run of them for my Jewish mother album. But um, yeah, I I did my last compilation one after the pandemic was just digital. I didn't even you did the design for me. On I that did. One. It was fun. I know a guy who does great uh, design too. <laughs> well, thank you, you. Did the design for the Jewish Mother one too? Yep, which came out great. Thank you. Yes. So, and I'm unfortunately not going to be able to make it to Funk Fest Aww. because I'm going to be getting ready to become a grandma. Well, didn't didn't you miss one previously because your son was getting married or something? Yeah, I miss You know, this, this whole family of yours, it's got to stop. It's interfering with my events, you see. I know. I know. Well, but you already booked all the concerts, so I would. No, I haven't, you. actually. Oh, you haven't? Oh. Yeah, I got a few left. Oh, dang. Well, I really, because we're coming. The Basically, it's we're... just like, God, I need to find more people to perform so I don't have to give a slot to Luke. Yeah. <laughs> no, because we're coming back east in November and we're going to come babysit the baby because they've got a family wedding and then I've got a gig in Philadelphia because I'm a college roommate who's super involved with her synagogue so I'm doing something there with the Jewish mother stuff so but then I'll you know the plan is to start touring more because you know I, I want to get back out on stage but I've had to earn a living. So. Are you going to do any more work with uh, Carla Albrecht while you're out east? Possibly she's gotten really really busy of course, so yeah. um you know, we were hoping, we had a whole plan to, you know, we were kind of going through our respective catalogs and deciding what was Broadville. We told you that, right? We, we yes. Our duo. Yeah. Yeah. So, you two work um, great together. I don't know what it is know, about the two of you, but you, you, there's really good chemistry between the two of you. Well, because we've got similar perspectives, but different, you know, I've got more of the Broadway stuff and she's got a little bit more of the folk country. So it works, you know, we're, we're just enough different. Yeah. But our voice, I think because I have a little natural twang in my voice. And so our voices harmonize well. And to the point where when we put out, you know, a couple of songs together and I'd be mixing the audio and I couldn't tell which vocal was which. And I was so, <laughs> did I, you know, I think that's me. I think that's Carla. But yeah, she's really fun to work with. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping to, you know, try to get off the hamster wheel and be able to travel a little bit more and we'll see. Um, yeah, the main thing I'm trying to perform right now is the Jewish mother stuff just because it's pretty timely. Yeah. Try to reframe that stereotype. So, yeah, I'm, I'm working on that. And um, what else am I doing? Um, 
starting to do, you're going to crack up. I, through a friend, I've started to get booked doing talks with music at sort of um, new age churches. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got you speechless. Diva was speechless for about five <laughs> seconds. This is a record. Turns out the ones in California have a sense of humor. Oh, that's good. It's like unity churches and spiritual life centers. It's, you know, basically everything is just all love and kindness and let's be nice people. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no, and people are really nice and they like funny and they're used to more like, it's like motivational speakers, you know, talk about how to deal with things in life, but I throw in funny songs and they seem to like it. So Hmm. I'll do it. That's cool. Yeah. It's, you know, when you're, your entire income is depending on freelancing. You kind of take what there is. Yeah, true. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I have to this point never had a steady job, so no. So well, that's good. Do. And you know, I can't sell CDs as the bulk of my living anymore because nobody's buying CDs. So yeah, I'm finding that too. Oh, so yeah. we'll see what happens with my next album and like how many CDs I make up of it. <laughs> it yeah, might be uh, like is, five. <laughs> when's your next one coming out? I don't know. I'm hoping to have it out by Fumpfest. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I mean, the hardship is, you know, I mean, at Fumpfest and places like that, I think people like to buy physical merch yeah. because they get to take home a souvenir. Yeah. But other than that, like I played a couple of things here where, you know, people sold stuff, but... A lot of my friends, even my age, don't even have CD players anymore. Yep, and that's, then, that's know, the I, issue. I did sell a handful of digital albums of the Jewish Mother album, but even that, you know, they can buy it on Spotify and yeah. you know, not have to actually pay anything for it. So um, it's it's harder to get traction with that. And, you know, we can complain all we want about Spotify, but at least, you know, we can put music out. We just have to find other ways of monetizing it, so... As we get into serious stuff here, I don't want to go down or about what's it, wrong with kids today. If you figure out any of this monetization thing, let me know because I haven't yet. I'm well, still. for all thumpers, and not that I make a ton, but Patreon has been a pretty good platform. A um, bunch of us are on Patreon. I have one for Manic Mondays. Uh, Ian has one. Uh, Mikey Mason had one. I don't know if he's still doing it or not. Um, I have one, but I haven't done much with it and i need to change that because it, bas- it takes a little work and i've done two campaigns for it where i really did regular facebook posts and regular social media stuff and gave away goodies and it's time consuming but it has worked and now i you know i have a little bit of there are people who are making thousands of dollars a month yeah. on it. I'm, yeah. I'm not in that one. but you know i'm making a few hundred a month which that's that's money I mean, yeah. that's not nothing. Um, yeah. And what's nice about Patreon that I was, because I, I, I write a weekly post to my my patrons, it's not just the money, although the money is nice, but it's people who are giving you, even if it's just a couple bucks a month, saying, I like what you do. Yeah. And it's, and whenever, and especially for me doing these videos every week, there are times when I go, I don't have time this week, but I have people who are, it's like a subscription. They expect a video every Friday and it makes that easier. And it's nice to know there are people who have said with both comments and their credit cards, I like what you do. It's worthwhile. And, you know, that's, that's like applause. That's a really nice, it's a nice thing. So plug your Patreon. What's the URL? 
patreon.com slash Lauren Mayer. I didn't know if it'd be Lauren Mayer or Psycho Supermom, so. <laughs> uh, no, I do. It is Lauren Mayer because um, I'm probably going to have to retire Psycho Supermom. I don't know if I can be cyber, Psycho Supermom when my kids are out of the house and I'm a grandmother. Psycho Super Grandmom. Yeah, it doesn't sound <laughs> the same. Um, so, yeah. Um, I Did I ever post my Psycho Supermom song as a thump? I don't know, but at this point it's probably too late because it's old. Um, Unless I do a Taylor Swift to myself and re-record all my old catalog. Yeah. You could do that. Uh, wow, yeah. you've posted a lot of songs. <laughs> I've been around a long time. I, it doesn't look like you have. But that's okay. It's a horror movie. It's like a 50s horror movie about what happens to a mom who's too perfect and she becomes homicidal so she really does become a psycho so it sounds like a good movie actually <laughs> yeah it is it would be a fun movie about the, you know basically the mom trying to be perfect and then <laughs> norma bates there you go yeah basically i made her name judy in the song um but i should make her norma yeah i'll do that so. All right. So do you have anything you'd like to plug? Sure. I, I don't have a whole lot, but uh, July 9th, which is this Sunday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, figure out the in-between stuff. I have my free Facebook live stream. Go to Facebook.com, Lauren Mayer Comedy Songs, or you just you plug my name and it'll come up. Um, and I'll be doing my most recent songs and requests. And I have... Um, <laughs> I'll be at a couple of Unity churches in San Francisco in July, in case people are there. And then I'll be starting to do an East Coast tour in the fall. But um, if people want to avoid doing Spotify and they actually want to download the um, Jewish Mother album, it's at LaurenMayerShop.com. Uh, uh, Lauren and my album of Jewish Mother songs is there. And I also have a talk based on that that I'm starting to take to synagogues and Jewish women's organizations mm -hmm. and whatever, which is finding new comedy about Jewish mothers that doesn't involve uh, painting us as horrible, nagging psychos shrews. So um, All right, cool. on. and I'll probably next time I post a fump, I'll probably do another song from that album because that's fairly new. Okay. Sure. Stuff. So that's what I have coming up and, you know, check my Facebook page or go to YouTube. My YouTube channel is Psycho Supermom and I post my songs every Friday. All right. So. Let's do some feedback. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. <laughs> feedback. Lee, Lee, let's sing a song about Lee, Lee, let's sing a song about Lee, Lee, you're testing my ADD. Eclectic Lee wrote, here's some feedback just so I don't have to listen to that other clip. I promise not to do this um, every week. Thank you, Lee. <laughs> and Draconisolis. 
I apologize, Draconis. I was going to read this before Trevor left, and I for completely forgot. So Draconis wrote, Welcome to the crazy house, Trevor Walls. Who or what inspired you to get into comedy music? Where did you hear about the Fump? Who is your favorite comedy music artist? Hi, Lauren. Enjoying your career? That's all I asked you. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, Luke, what is your opinion of the fact that Marvel Comics killed Miss Marvel? Uh, there are multiple comic books and multiple TV shows and multiple movies in multiple universes, so uh, Ms. Marvel lives in various other places. Devo, did you notice that in half of the Yosemite Sam clips, he has no beard, and the ones he did, it may have been a color error. Later, all and tile. Um, I did, I did, I've noticed that over the years that, you know, the, they don't always draw Sam exactly the same way. And in fact, one of the clips I used, there's a noticeable color error, not on his face, but on his arm. Like they, they change the, like as he's moving around, his arm keeps flopping between two different colors. <laughs> and then Draconis followed that up with, come on guys, I'm not the only fan on here. Comment already or I'll stick a rabid shoebox on your waffles and Pac-Man underoos. So, thank you Draconis, and that's it for feedback for this week. Teasing! He's a teasing kind of guy! Now you have a job. Yeah! Teasing! Tomorrow's song is by John Ware. And Tuesday song is by a new artist. So you're going to have to wait for that. And next week's Spotify playlist topic is I'm going to do cars because I'm going to pick up my new car this weekend. Yay, cars. So. All right. Lauren, plug yourself one more time. Oh, I don't know. In front of everybody, I usually plug myself <laughs> in private. Um uh, youtube.com slash psycho supermom on facebook it's lauren mayer comedy songs my website is laurenmayer.com and my shop is laurenmayershop.com nice and easy and i have a song coming out friday july 7th called bidenomics that will be on all of those places and buy stuff from all of us not just me and my patreon is patreon.com slash laurenmayer all right and Tre trevor walls is at trevorwalls.com and check out his stuff there. And let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski. And Lauren Mayer's there. And I'm Lauren Mayer. I didn't know if I was supposed Thank to. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org. And join us in the chat. Or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefump.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say... What do you get when you put it all together? Chicken! <laughs>